0: Welcome to The Wave, Seattle Wave Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com, And be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24 7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness, and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Had the pr- privilege of talking with Kevin earlier, uh, before right before you guys started the tour. So now you're really into the thick of it now, and so I'm sure you have a different experience than what you thought you were going to have when we first started this out. So um, I want to kind of get everybody's impression on where you're at, because you're kind of going into the home stretch now. Yeah. So you're you're going to end up in Vegas, and but you have a couple more weeks to go. So. I just kind of want everybody's thoughts on where we're at and how it's been, and you know if, if, if it was different from what you, what your anticipations were when you started versus where we're at today.
1: Wow, okay, well, geez, I don't know where to start. Um, right now we're in Seattle. Shows sold out. It's been it's been incredible. It's been a lot of hangovers. It's really hard to calm down after such a good show. You know, it's been every show just it, it kind of gets. Exponentially better every time, and I think we 're surprising even ourselves. the show's have been really good
0: that's how is it different from touring with Green Day versus with adamant i 'm sure you 've learned a lot of a lot of things since since first starting with Green Day and then where you 're at today you 're different performers aren 't you
2: oh absolutely yeah i think we're a little you know, we 're a different band we 're a tighter band now um, We've been touring so much that we just can get up there and just play, and it's like we never stop. And uh, I don't know, just this whole tour has been, like, I don't want it to stop. I don't really want to go home. I, I could do this for four or five more months. We're just having a great time. and I don't know if this is, uh, it's different than the Green Day tour because, uh, you know, it's different size, of different places, and also it's the first time we really toured the U.S. in, like, a theater, like, big club kind of setting, and we just, we love it. Like, it's great.
0: Well, I would think, too, that you are Better, even more better known now than you were when you started with Green Day. Because now, you, even though you were known then, I think you're even more known now. And right now, I would think that probably, in correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably have a pretty good mix of your fans with Adamant here because you guys can carry on your own.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it has been. Yeah, there's been a bunch of just prima donna fans. It's
2: uh, a great fit, the tour yeah. for us. they like... Their, his fans and our fans are just like the same. Like they like the same music, so it, you know, it's just it was destined that we did this tour. I feel like.
1: I'll say, I think Ant fans get it. There's not a lot of convincing that needs to be done. They see it and they're like, I know what this is and I like it. You know, we don't have to sit there and really go like, you you know, check this out. It's, uh, if that makes any sense.
0: No, it, it it does because he handpicked you guys. So he knew that you were great, guys were going to be a good fit for the people that he was drawing. And the people that he's drawing are true rock and roll fans. They get it. They came, they're old school rock and roll fans. So would you think that your fans are obviously experienced music lovers?
3: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was saying before we left tour that people that love Adamant are going to love us as that.
0: Absolutely. No. I one hundred percent agree with that because Adamant those people got it way back when and that music's not as easy to find. It's there, but you have to dig for it a little more. And here you guys are. And right now I would think that you have a really good mix, like I was saying, of you know, you probably have just as many prima donna fans here as you do Adamant fans, I would I would imagine. Which is probably a great feeling.
2: Yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, everyone who's a fan of us should be an Adam Ant fan. If not, then they just don't understand what they're hearing. So
0: these, and I don't want to, when I say old rockers like Adam Ant, I mean that in the the best way because I grew up with Adam Ant, so I'm just telling you about myself. But they bring a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge to showmanship and to the show. Did you guys pick up anything from, you know, being with kind of an old school rocker like that?
4: Yeah, well, he puts on an amazing show every night. He delivers every night, no matter what. I think that and other bands that have played that before it always rubs off on us and gives us uh, an idea of how to carry yourself, you know. We always bring it no matter what.
0: How, how do you keep the energy up all through the show? Have you been able to pick up on anything like, like that from him on how to keep the, the audience interested the whole time or keep the energy up the whole time?
1: B-12. <laughs>
0: of B-12. All right. Some say ROM. The some say B-12. <laughs> The show
3: is all that matters. Like, we can party all night. We can sleep all day. It doesn't matter what we do, but the show is the only thing that matters. Yeah. We have to give it 110% every time. That's
0: no, because you guys are musicians. That's that's where the great thing comes from. So you guys, you know, it's just it's the adrenaline, I guess, that 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 kind of comes with it. And I want to ask you a few things about the tour. I'm going to ask each one of you, and you can. I'm going to ask a question, you just fill in the blank. Um, never again I will.
1: <laughs> oh. This could go, on. this could be a book, actually, yeah. so... Oh, uh, fucking burn myself
2: with cigarettes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough guy, stupid bar thing. I, I gotta stop doing that. Uh, I say never, but it'll happen. Get drunk before the show. Yeah, that's always something that you don't want to do, but... Oh, man, uh...
4: Never again will I, uh... I'll leave our, uh, you know... All our wet clothes under a van seat for for weeks at a time, and uh, have them mold. You know. That's
2: that's a good one.
4: Never again will I. um, Gosh, where should I go with this? You know, we keep keep losing things. So never again will I lose something. I just try. I'll try my best.
2: Yeah, physical things or actual.
3: um, Man.
2: <laughs> Lose something.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, never again. I'll, I'll never say never again. <laughs> How about that?
0: So, what are you looking forward to when you come off the road? There's got to be you. You've kind of had a daydream about what you're looking forward to when you come off the road.
1: I got a little bunny at home, and uh, <laughs> I want to hang out with my bunny. And I haven't been able to watch Wendy Williams since we left. Somehow, I always miss it. So, I just want to be a TV junkie, at least for a week, and then I'll go
2: do California things, but, yeah.
0: I'm a reality TV junkie, so I, I t- totally get that.
2: <laughs> um When I get home, uh probably, you know, yeah, hang out and see some friends, uh probably work on some new music, you know, I would love to, want to start working on your record and probably get ready for a new tour, because, I mean, when we're not touring, like, we kind of lose our minds. Oh, <laughs> uh, When I get home... See. I definitely I I got a dog at home.
4: I love her, you know, so oh. I spent time with her and then just the ocean. Yeah. So I can spend you know, my life there. Yeah, I got a I got a cat at home, Lola, uh Siberian cat and miss her. And uh and the the great
3: Mexican food of Los Angeles and, and the sushi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well Aaron sorta of took mine. Real Mexican food. That's yeah. what I look for the most when I go home.
0: That's true. Are, are you all from California? Is everybody from California?
2: Yeah. We're
0: from all from right. LA. All from LA? Uh, okay, I was born and raised in San Diego, so oh, cool. I understand uh,
2: yeah. that.
0: Great Mexican view. Oh, yeah. Great Mexican view. Yeah, we had to go to LA, like, you know, that's like where, I mean, all the professional people were, you know. <laughs> all of us in San Diego were just, I don't know, we were just relaxing, I guess. They're like, oh, if you want to work, you got to go to LA. We're like, whoa, Okay. <laughs> So, All right, so that, actually, that led me to my next question about, is there going to be another album? Is there a follow-up album? Are you guys going to be working on that when you come off the road, or?
1: Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, like, direct plan at the moment, but we're going to start hashing through a bunch of songs. We just put out a 7-inch, so just to, we we like to put out a few things just to tide everybody over to the next record. So right now there's a new 7-inch with two new songs, and, um, there'll be more stuff. We got a song coming out on a German compilation, another weird rarity. And then, yeah, when we get home, we we'll start jamming again.
0: How do you know when a, when a record's kind of run its course? You know, it, it used to be you put out an album and maybe a year later, you know, that album has run its course. But right now, people are still finding out about this great album that you guys have. So even though it's been out for, you know, for a little while, people are still finding out about it. So how, how do you know when that when that album has kind of you know come to its 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 yeah. peak and ready to go?
2: Our fans and our uh, people we work with tell us it's time to go. Make a new record. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, uh, with new records because with After Hours, you know, we uh, we toured that a long time. We toured that first record because we felt the same way. We thought people hadn't really had a chance to hear it, and we kept getting bigger tours and different tours, and then we ended up being on the road for two years. So with this one, you know, we don't want to make that same—not mistake, but that same decision. Without, you know, we want to put out new stuff so we can go tour new places again, or tour, uh, go back to Europe with something new, or you know, tour the U.S. with something new. So, well.
0: well, you guys are really big overseas as well as here in the United States. So, is, is there a, a plan to go overseas?
1: Yeah, we uh, with this record, we went over four times, and uh, we have an, another tour planned for next uh, April, I think. Already have a bunch of festival dates and things, so yeah, yeah, we'll be over there next year.
0: Great, great. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you guys another question. I just have a a couple more questions, and I'll let you guys get the sound check. But um, this was sent in by a listener, and they wanted to know where is your most creative place to to be when you're when you're creative. Where is that place?
1: want to start over there that's
3: when I, when I was younger and I still live with my folks it was my parents garage I would just smoke cigarettes and drink beers and write and right in there uh I guess now I think in the car when I'm just driving to and from places listening to music coming with ideas Yeah I was going to say the, the room a the bedroom growing up
4: but I mean creative things hit you anywhere now so it's really just trying to remember exactly what it was and saving it right. for that special moment. Then we'll bring it to everybody else. Uh, I would say mine. I mean, yeah, like Aaron said, it, you know, it, it could be anywhere at any time. You know, you don't really know,
2: but when they come, you gotta grab them. But uh, yeah, bedroom probably. Yeah, I mean, not to say, you know, we grew up garage bands, so I'd probably say garage too, but yeah, you have to agree all these guys that are probably, you know, just, when you sit down to think of something great, you're not going to think of it right there, it's just going to come to you, like, randomly, so, yeah.
1: I'm going to say in bed. Uh, Restless nights, good nights, like, uh, all sorts of things, but definitely in the bed.
0: Can you be creative on the road?
1: Sure, I, I think, for me, anyways, I I can't really process my thoughts. It's chaos on the road, so when I get home, I start. I'll take notes the whole tour, and then when we get back, just things I've seen, things I've thought of. But then it doesn't really start to process until we're home. So writing on the road, I, I write things, but they're not complete until I get to you know sit with my thoughts and go, oh, that's what that means. Okay, let's go with that.
0: That makes sense. So you, things kind of come to you and kind of jot them down. And when you it's, you have quiet time and the world kind of relaxes a little bit, your mind can kind of yeah, interpret all of everything you've seen. But on the road,
3: it's harder. It comes and goes. It's like yeah. It'll hit you and then it's gone. You know, It's harder to concentrate on it because you're concentrated on the gigs on the road. There's no downtime. There's like this, this yeah.
1: whole downtime myth. We're moving constantly, you know? And uh, even you know today, like we show up, there's things to do, which is great, you know. But the riding on the road, uh,
2: yeah, it's kind of it's difficult.
0: (laughs) Especially when you're burning cigarettes in each other's arms. (laughs)
2: Well, yeah, and no one wants to work when they're hungover. (laughs) No.
0: Exactly. What has been, or or has there been, a surprise reaction to a song that maybe you didn't think was going to go over as well, or or the, or the audience reacted better than maybe you thought? Is, is there a song that that had a, a surprise reaction?
1: Yeah, for me, Broken. It was a really personal one. Uh, uh, a lot of people people have it tattooed on them, the lyrics and things. So, yeah, to me. It's surprising if you write something really personal and other people pick up on it and go, I feel that way too. So, that that one for me.
2: I would say Puta de Amo. That song surprisingly. Uh, we wrote that like in Spain, like it was written on a bathroom wall, like it's kind of a joke, and we did it, and then uh, we recorded it, and then little Steven named it the coolest song of the world for the week, and a lot of people love that song. That song shocked me, that people really liked that. song. Not shocked me, but liked. It, it was like, wow. Okay, that one. Okay. Any, any for you guys? One that didn't
3: shock me is trying. People love oh. trying. I knew that was fucking gold. Cool. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Get started playing it. Definitely. Did you guys know this show starts at eight o'clock? There was already, I, I got here a little before five. There's already a line like around the block. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but I got here. There was already a line like out the door. Like it's like ten till. I'm like, was it like leap time or did we change back our clocks or what that – the line was already sold out, sold out concert, and it's already out and around the corner for the people here. So people are here and they're tuned up and they're ready to go, and I am not surprised at all about that. So um, I just had one more question for you guys, and that was – basically what would you like to say to your fans as you kind of come off the road to get them to kind of keep up the enthusiasm for you as you guys come off the road and keep listening to prima donna and you know just just kind of i wanted you to give them a message about um how to how to kind of stay up and and uh and pumped for prima donna as you guys come off the road now
2: wow uh (laughs) <laughs>
4: you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, so uh, we're only
2: gonna get better, and the songs are only gonna get better. So keep, you know, stay with us. We're still feisty. Yeah. Just
1: know that we're gonna, we're gonna come out and do some damage. We're not calming down anytime soon. That's the thing. Yeah. We never calm down.
0: Well, the thing is, I know a lot of people got out to see you, and they were really excited, and they're gonna be taking that excitement forward with them. And so you guys are going to be headed to Europe, but that excitement is going to keep building here in the in the U.S. So you're going to be working on new music, so that's exciting for us. Um, they're going to be able to download your, you know, the Bless This Mess Now and your previous stuff. And so there's not maybe, after you come off a tour, is there going to be any maybe sporadic shows here and there before you go to Europe do you know or yeah
2: for sure we'll be doing some uh maybe not too many LA shows but we, we want to come you know hit you know maybe to San Francisco or San Diego or maybe do one up up to Seattle before we go you know it's five six months away it's a long
0: time so. well a lot of people are talking about this so <laughs> yeah, they're, right. they're going to be um I think just Jumping, you know, on the bandwagon, so to speak. And I'm all a bandwagon person. I'm like, well, the more the merrier. That's right. You know, join us. So I'm really looking forward to the concert tonight. I'm going to be hanging around for it. It's going to be great. I don't want to go back out in that line. So
3: <laughs>
0: but just to give everyone a visual, it's 5 o'clock. The show's at 8. The line's around the door. It's a sold-out concert. You probably stay here. T- I probably could stay here. I don't have to go outside. Anyway, well, anyway, thanks you guys for talking to me. We really appreciate it.
3: This is Larry Russ, former keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly. I'm hanging out rocking with Seattle Wave Radio.